What are you waiting for? Get in the game and share your love of sports with the world. Download the Small Player Big Play app today. Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. Sue, late in his career, is going to have his first Super Bowl title. Now, no wonder they want to call the Tampa Bay. For Tampa Brady. One more snap, would you have guessed when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in you'd get to tampa and when the super bowl ended the ball would be in the hands of tom brady i don't know why we ever think it won't the tampa bay buccaneers have a second super bowl title in franchise history and tom brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to mahomes does he even though you're looking at the greatest right there. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and here with me, though not on screen at the moment, is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. Yes, we are in our third episode of our NCAA Football 14 Dynasty, where Justin and I are taking turns playing offense and defense for our Florida Atlantic Owls. Owls, Year one of Dynasty for us. We are 0-3, so off to a great start, Justin. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Yeah, keep, you know, oh my gosh. It's all good stuff. Got nothing to say about it. Yeah, really. And... um you know, it is what it is. <laughs> we don't have too much to say about it otherwise, but we are struggling, um, to say the least. But this evening, we're going to play two games. First up is Florida Atlantic hosting Middle Tennessee State. Um, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to jinx us. But, no, we'll see. Because you know, I thought we were going to get it last right, week. Right, I thought we were going to get it last week, too. We looked good against Florida. Like, yeah, we, South, South Florida took it to But us. South Florida, yeah, they beat us worse than Miami and Florida did. South yeah. Florida beat us worse. So that wasn't great. But tonight we are playing against Middle Tennessee State. And uh, we're going to get the ball rolling right here. I am on defense uh, this week for these two games. So I'm going to switch spots with Justin. I'm not sure our camera is working, but we can, we'll have the video game up and we'll be talking to you throughout so uh here we go uh we're going to discuss march madness and nfl offseason while we game all right so all right so what do you want to talk first yeah right um well let's, let's do march madness since it's going on right now and it's the most up-to-date active thing okay um so i was doing really well yeah, uh, to the end of the Elite Eight, the last game of, I believe the Michigan game was the last game 
to go to the final four. Yes. Uh, yes. And that screwed me over because I had Michigan in the final four. Which, and by the way, UCLA went from having to play a, a first playing four. game. I know they don't like to call them playing games. They like, you know, but they that's what they are. They're playing games. Um, they went from a playing game to the final four, which is insane. It is crazy. Uh, but good for them. I don't have anything against yeah. oh, UCLA. No, 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 me either. And um, like, yeah, like... Thinking back to when Kevin Love was there, like that was they were that was back when we were in college, right? By the way, Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook were on that team. That went to the Final Four. Yeah, that was good. Like good times. that's insane. That is insane. I don't know that. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Oh man! Catch the good. ball. I don't know that. Um, I don't know that Kevin Love will be a Hall of Famer. That's a really I, tough one to judge right now. I don't believe um, so, but, but I'm not going to say right. no. And, and basketball's weird because it's basketball Hall of Famer. It's not necessarily the NBA Hall of Famer. Um, but Russell Westbrook absolutely will be a Hall of Famer. And, uh, you know, that, that was a, a loaded UCLA team. To see them do it this way a little differently this time, but um, it's cool. They have the transfer kid from uh, from Kentucky. But, yeah, it, it's, you know, good for them. Good for them. There we go. Um, nice defense. Nice defense. So, that Michigan game screwed me because if Michigan won, I would have had the entire Final Four correct, which I don't know if I've ever done that yeah, in that's, the that's 25 incredible. years that I've been doing brackets. Um, so, that was mad about that. And then today, Houston got spanked by Baylor, and they were my champion. I felt like going in that I had to pick someone different because um, I knew a lot of people were going to pick Gonzaga. So I wanted to be a little different. So I actually, I actually have a Gonzaga hat. <laughs> well, we were talking about it right before the show started. Again, the onus of why we decided to do a show. We're literally repeating the stuff we talked about before the show because we can't help ourselves from talking about these things when we're not on the air. But... We're big Gonzaga fans when they were the Cinderella team from, you know, 20-ish years yeah. ago. Well, and that's about the time I bought the hat because they're the Bulldogs. And so it was a Bulldog hat, and I bought it. That's of course. Why wouldn't you? Right, exactly. It just makes too much sense. So Justin's on offense here for these two games. Uh, a better start for us this, this game so far. We are at home, Florida Atlantic. Looking good. Uh, I told Justin this before the show started. If you've been with us the first two sessions, the first three games, you'll notice that I'm playing with an outdated roster file that has a lot of players named XX. X first name, so X last I'm, name. I'm just going with the coaches, like, picks here. Like, keep it simple right now. Oh, that's exactly and what I All they're doing is making us pass, which has me super nervous. But. <laughs> um but I renamed the... That's the ball. Yeah, remember from last week? Yeah. Running back can't catch. Yeah. Um... I renamed the Florida Atlantic roster with just made-up names. I use a random name generator. So all of our players, finally, for Game 4 here, have names. I'm sorry if it's not the actual players that were on the 2019 Florida Atlantic Owls, but um, that's where we're at. It's better than nothing. I think that's one of my random name guys. That's all right. Usmain Pool. So I'll take it. Yeah, Good catch, Pool. So... Last week, Justin and I, if you missed those games, we play, hosted Florida, and we hung tight with them, uh, just couldn't seal the deal, wasn't too bad. Then we started off strong against USF, yeah, there's the, that blue chip tight end, uh, 
we started off strong against South Florida, and actually I think we're winning. Weren't we winning seven to three? Yeah, and, and then they rolled off what forty two forty two on insert on us, which was not great. But hey, we're off to a good start here. I like we'll it. Take it. We'll take it. Threw it. Threw it right down the field on them. I'll get that first W. Yeah. Hopefully, on this uh, random Saturday night game, uh, Jamie Sands is watching, and my dad too. My dad was ripping us in the chat. Did you see that? He was basically, like, "You guys suck." <laughs> and it? I have no comeback. Oh, yeah, what right do I now. say? We're zero three. He's right. not wrong. Um, yeah. So, so sorry. I, I got us a little sidetracked. I think, and also like our our couple minutes of success in the game got us sidetracked a little bit. But so Michigan. Like UCLA beating Michigan hurt you, but you were still doing really well. Yeah, I was you three for four, four and both championship but teams left. Houston got smoked. Houston by just Baylor. looked bad. Now, Baylor today. has been good all year. They've been the top five team. I uh, got shut down a little bit for COVID early in the season, um, and actually in that game there was or one of the games that got canceled. They were supposed to play Gonzaga, ah. which is pretty incredible because they would have been a one-two matchup, I believe, at the time. Um, but it'll be interesting because Gonzaga held Michigan what to forty-one points or something like that, or yeah, forty forty-eight or forty-nine, yeah, which is crazy because Michigan have been scoring a lot. Gonzaga's got like one of the best offenses in in the league, but Baylor's got what a lot of people would say is the best defense. So like, if Gonzaga can beat UCLA tonight. Uh, to get to the Final Four, then that absolutely would set up an incredible matchup. Great matchup. Like, One of the best matchups we've had. Yes, yes. So, like, nothing against UCLA like we mentioned, but I am I would be really excited to, for that matchup. Um, yeah, I'll take it. Like, you know, I'm a Penn State fan through and through. They're not just not great in no. men's basketball. No. Um, Syracuse is the other team growing up that I always lean yeah. to, and they had a decent run as a high seed again. But yeah, um, I, I kind of root for Villanova. Nova, yeah, of, like Nova's a good one. What it was, like like you said, uh, if Penn State's good, like I'm, I'll root for them and everything. But generally, they're a non-factor when it comes to college basketball. Not last year being an exception, which is unfortunate. <laughs> uh, right, but, yeah. Like, when I was a senior in high school, I went to a, a Villanova game with your cousin. Yes. And they actually played UCLA, a ranked UCLA team. And this was when it was a huge recruiting game because the guys like Kyle Lowry and those guys were, were there on recruiting like visits that weekend. And Todd and I were in the student section. And your uncle and my dad were actually uh, in other seats. And... UCLA missed a shot at the buzzer and we stormed like the students stormed the court and we stormed the court like it was it was really cool that um, was a cool one to be at that's so yeah sure. it, it was a good like it was a good thing to uh like two of my choices here are the same are you what what is, what option are you in are you in recent plays maybe no because I haven't run any of these plays hmm. oh what am I doing Right. He caught it. He oh caught it. So the win. Let me see where we're at here. Uh, I'm just an ass coach, but it, it's all right. We got it. We got it. They only give you three, I guess. Is that? Limited? I mean, I'm sure I could scroll through 
Maybe, but like I haven't. Is yet. that limited? Maybe because we're like we don't have anything unlocked. You know what I mean? Like the, the coaching be. thing. Like we don't get enough recommendations. I was playing. I should be playing as a crappy team in my downtime. I mean, there are more. I just haven't been scrolling through. Instead of uh, playing as my Penn State dynasty in my like seventh year, where all my guys are in the nineties. Yeah. But it's so much more fun to play as the Penn State guys in the nineties. You know, I still have decent battles. I'm not quite ready to go to Heisman, um, especially against some of the ranked teams that I meet up with. Because I always stack my schedule. You know, always put. No, I always am playing Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, Notre Dame, and all on the road too. Because I try to knock off their home winning streaks. That's the best. So, all right, I'll take it. Seven nothing with the ball at the end of the first. Yeah, it's a good start. Yeah, we'll take that for sure. So. All right, if uh, if Gonzaga wins tonight, Gonzaga Baylor, I know you picked Gonzaga in your pool. Are you sticking with Gonzaga, and that's the way uh, yeah, kind of I the season was expected to go? I can't go away from him at this point. Yeah, like sticking with him. I want to see him win. You know, like said that's not a knock on Baylor, um, because like I don't have anything against Baylor, but like I want to see. I want to see the perfect season. I want to see that. Like, that would be pretty incredible. Might have been better off dropping that anyway. So, let's see. And there weren't huge NFL ramifications, uh, at least in terms of draft picks, trades, signings this last week. I think one of the more interesting things, and you and I might have opposing viewpoints on this, I'm not sure, uh, or it might be something that you don't care that much about, but you know I do. The Chiefs proposed a rule that would allow more players to wear more jersey numbers to yes. make it more yes. like the college game or high school game uh, where only basically the linemen, the offensive linemen, have to wear certain numbers 50 through 79 because of eligibility issues. It's easier for... The referees to know who can and can't line up or oh, catch the ball. Oh, come on. So that's the only thing I can think about that we might want to talk about. Um, yeah. And another another jersey-related thing is would be uh, your uh, your quarterback already changing numbers. Yeah, changing to one, which is kind of funny. Um, well, it's funny to me for lots of reasons. One, I didn't buy her jersey last year. Um, too, a lot of people had joked about, and I'd seen some of like the ones where they took like the the Wentz jersey and added a plus sign in between the two ones and changed the, the nameplate to. <laughs> that's that not works. working anymore. No, but you could take off one of the ones. That's probably not actually going to work either. You know what I mean? But like, it's funny. Um, no, I mean that's cool. Like, if you know, go with. Oh no. Um, you know, if you didn't have. You know, if you wanted to be one and it just didn't work before and now it's available, like, go ahead. Like, that's cool. Um, Do you know, and I haven't bought an NFL jersey, at least not through, like, Fanatics or NFL Shop in a long time. I know they have jersey insurance, but, like, is that still a thing? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, It is still a thing. And does it apply? I I guess it's probably within the year of him being drafted. I know there's a time limit on it, so it probably depends. Now, the fact that... Most of the Hurts jerseys probably got sold late in the season last year. They probably mostly that. Or 
in the spring this year, they'd probably fall into that category. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is it a 90-day a window? Is it a, a year? Right. I, I, I don't know. I know it's something that they brought up because people are getting mad right. of people changing numbers or changing teams. I know people literally haven't changed numbers because they have to pay to change their number if it's within, like... I, I don't even know what it is. If it's within a year, oh, see, I didn't know that. They they have to like buy back the stock oh, of okay. like all the old ones if they're changing for no reason. Now I don't know if that involves like you know Tom Brady and Chris Godwin like that kind of deal. Right, right. Um, and maybe it's just like hey, I'd like to change my number, like what Hertz just did. Right. Um, I don't know how that all, all works, but right. I just and, thought it was interesting. Obviously, he's going to his college number because right. he wore one at both uh, Alabama and Oklahoma. Right. And I know, did Cam Johnson wear one for the, the Eagles? The punter, yeah, he's, yeah. he plays he, for the Texans right, now. He's not going, he's not on the Eagles anymore, so the number's up. So, like, it, it's not just like Cam, but it is interesting because Wentz went to... Ugh, uh, another no. thing that made it interesting was Wentz went to uh, Indianapolis, and he is wearing number two, which yeah. would have been funny um, because then you would have had both Eagles, well, the current Eagle and... Most recent former Eagle quarterback, both wearing number two. Um, so it was just interesting to me. No! Ah! Yeah, so I mean, that was that. But, anyways, the Chiefs proposed allowing more players to wear um, one through, I guess, technically one through 49. They want right. basically everyone but. Offensive linemen, I think, right. to wear one through forty nine, right? Um, and then uh, defensive linemen, linebackers can wear, um, I think, one through forty nine, as well as ninety to ninety nine. Like defensive linemen can also wear that. Um, I, I guess the only the one thing that I was really concerned about with this proposal is, unless it was written incorrectly, it looked as though. They didn't want linebackers to wear 50s anymore, which would really upset me. <laughs> because, like, 50s are linebackers. Like, I don't... 50s have been linebackers for a long time. Right, I, know I don't know. Would the reason be just because they only want offensive linemen to have? I don't know. I didn't see it. As, I, like, this is, I, I read all this through Pro Football Talk, you know, talking about the rule proposal. And they just, like, they had a listing there. And it was, like, I think it was linebackers 40 to 49 and 90 to 99 maybe and like they are they i forget what it was i could pull up the article but i was just like why would you do that i mean you'd have to grandfather people in you can't just force all those people to change numbers which then what's the point why would you remove that group from a position Right. Like, it, it's fine if you're adding groups to positions. Yes. But you can't take a position away. So I feel like that was probably an oversight. Because it would take forever for all those 50s to work their way out. It already makes me mad, and I know you know this, to see linebackers wearing 40s. Like, I hate seeing line, Like, Patrick Queen wears 48 for the Ravens. Right. I was right. like, you're not a safety or a fullback. <laughs> you're a linebacker. You should be in the 50s. I'll, I'll be, I'm okay with 90s, but where are the 50s? And the numbering conventions are, are mostly for the refs, but it does make it easier for announcers and fans to figure what out... What should I do? What's 35 it, seconds. Fourth and three from where? They're 34. you got to go for it. Um, it makes it easier for announcers to figure out what's going on. It makes it easier for fans to figure out what's going on. Because there's times during college games that I'm like... 
what position do they play? You have no idea. You don't know who just made the big play. Especially for a team like Penn State, if you haven't memorized the names of everyone, they don't even have names on the back of their jerseys. Right, you can't right, figure right. out who it is. So and I know that's college is one step above high school, and obviously both in terms of what they're no. doing. Oh. I wanted <laughs> and, that throw uh, to go over that guy. He was wide open if he throws it over the guy. And and numbering conventions, and then the NFL kind of takes it a much bigger step in every sense of the word. I just I just don't like it. Right. I, I don't like it. No. I know, I and it was funny to read the comments on the article to see how some people were like, yeah, make that more fun. Players should be able to wear what they want. But like, it's not, it, that's not the point. The point is to make it more well organized. Now, that is the way to end a half. Oh, there it is, off main pool. It, it's to make it easier and more organized. I, I, just, I just don't like it. And that could be just the traditionalist in me coming out. I just want my linebackers wearing 50s. That's what oh, I want. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I hate it when to be fair, receivers went, went 10 to 19. To be fair, like, on defense, especially with the way, like, people move around, like, I don't think there should be any restriction on defense. Like, just let anybody wear any number. Like, I don't care. Um, on offense, like, I get the idea of the offensive lineman wearing a certain number, but I don't know. It would be pretty comical to me to see, like, a huge lineman wearing like three or something. I know that's what people were like. Imagine the giant lineman wearing number two. More importantly, they should allow zero. I know you're a big. <laughs> I, I like. I, I threw that out there. Just no zero and double zero. That's fine because like, I that's just more of a personal preference. Right. right I don't think right. it has any issues with organization. Right. Although where where do you group that? I guess it'd probably be receiver, quarterback, you know, specialists, things right. like that. I just I'm not a fan of it. And I don't see why the big deal of it, like why people think that's cool to be zero or double zero, but that's a that's a personal thing. The right. the the numbering conventions of slotting positions with a specific sets of numbers is an organizational thing. But I don't know, whatever. It is what it is. We're winning. Hey. Hey, let's let's see if we can maybe add to it here. We're winning at halftime. We get the ball to start the second half. Let's yeah, let's, let's go up two scores here. Let's oh go up my two gosh, scores. that would be amazing. So, I don't know. You have anything else to oh, say about God. the NFL or anything else? We'll, we'll kind of dive deeper into... Um, um, just the only thing would be, man, uh, the Mac Jones potentially to the Niners took picked up some momentum this week, I feel like. But I know there's lots of people, including me, who are like, I will believe nothing that John Lynch says. Right. Until how do I feel, man? I know. I don't you love it when you're like, I wanted you to go there. That giant hole that was there. We're gonna talk a lot more about draft in the next uh two shows on the eleventh and the eighteenth. Um I guess the twenty fifth too. I guess we've got three shows after this one before the draft, which uh we're doing live on Thursday the twenty ninth. Thread the needle. Thread the needle. That linebacker came up. But yeah, it's it's silly season, that draft draft season. Do you think five quarterbacks go in the top ten? Yes. It really would be like the top eight, right? Because yeah. you have probably one, two, three, right? Because yes. you've got Jaguars, probably take your Trevor Lawrence, Jets, 
I guess Zach Wilson. I don't know. Yeah, no, they're taking Zach Wilson. Um, th- and three is San Francisco taking Miami's who got it from Houston. Yeah, they're going to take Fields or... Fields, Lance, or Jones? You think uh, Jones is a top three guy now? I, there's a lot of talk about that. They think he's going three well, to... We said match. it last week. Look what he was able to do in one year at Alabama. Right. And look who he was sitting behind. Right. It's not really his right. fault that he didn't have a ton and, of uh, And this is not, I don't... Starts. It's just coincidence that he's the guy who had it this week. But it is ridiculous how much that, like... So, like, Zach Wilson had his, like, pro day. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, that was, like, the best pro day, like, you could ever possibly have. And then, like, Justin Fields has his. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that was, like, the best pro day you could, like, possibly have. No way! Got aggressive there. Thought. Oh, he had him beat by a step. That'd be a great time to throw. Do you? I think I asked you this off the air a few weeks ago. Does this version of college football, or was this a later Madden thing where you could lead the receiver? Can you lead? Like, can you control that? I think you can. Because I feel like I I'm always can. doing that, but especially with Florida Atlantic, I don't feel like it's working. Right. Right. But. I guess that's part of the low I accuracy. If you push up with the other joy, like with one of the joysticks as you throw, like that you're supposed to throw like in that direction, like the air in that direction. But I don't know where our quarterback's accurate. I know is. if you hold the button hard or wrong. if you tap I it. I probably just shouldn't have thrown it there, but he got past the defender. But all right, all right. All right, here we go, here we um, go. But, yeah, so, like, that's going to be interesting, the quarterback thing. Well, four is the, Atlanta. The mock I sent you the other day where Waddle fall, falls to 12. Oh, my gosh. I yeah, that is a, that's your that. dream scenario, signing right? Signing up for that all day. Honestly, if any of those big four, like, playmakers um, fall to there, yes. I'd, be, I'd be thrilled. Nice, nice. Thank you for picking me up. Thank you for picking me up. Um, like if any of those four fell like even and I know I, I mentioned to you a couple weeks ago like I'd have reservations if Devontae Smith falls only because then we have like two of the small receiver guys but you take him like I'd be thrilled well, to get that's, him like, that's the thing like the the mantra is always best player like are you going by oh my gosh, fumbled. Or are you going by best player available so you already have a smaller, quicker guy. If Devontae Smith is better than him, you take him and you figure out where to put Rager. Like that—that's the whole BPA. Right? Oh, absolutely. That's the whole... And, and I feel like I feel like okay. So you've got two fast guys like that. Then you know what you need. You, you need, need a possession. A, you need guy. the possession guy, and you've got a little bit of that in you hope in Goddard. You know, right? Oh, truck. Yeah. Yes. Go. Dive, dive. Oh, just <laughs> yeah. dive. Nice. That's a way to capitalize. That's our highlight of the season right there. Orville. That's a made-up name. He was XX, oh. remember? You can, you're taking I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I got ahead of myself. Um, yeah, so so that's top three. So four Falcons, they're interesting. Do they go with Pitts? Do they go with Sewell? Do they yeah. go quarterback? So... I feel like if I'm them, I'm trying to trade that. We're talking Falcons here, right? Yeah, at four. If I'm them, I'm trying to trade that to the Panthers. Or 
convincing the Panthers that somebody's trying to get up into that spot. Right. To take the other quarterback. Um, yep. Drop back, you know, right. three to four spots. Get get a second round pick or even a next year's first or something. Right. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. But if I'm the Panthers, especially in division, I'm holding sit tight and be like, no, I don't think with Matt Ryan, I don't think you're taking a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead. And if you do, we'll take Sewell, you know, or and, and make it work. You know, like, man, I feel like the chance for a team to get him at five or even six possibly no. is insane. You know what I mean? Like, because there's a lot of people who feel like he's maybe no, I, I know it's, it's hard because the, the value the quarterback brings to teams now, but it's incredibly unlikely that all four or five or like quarterbacks that go early, whatever that ends up being are hits, Right. Right. If, if three of them go, that would be better than average because it basically averages at about 50%. Yeah, maybe even a little less. Right. So, like, ugh. so here you go. Uh, another mock I saw had the Eagles getting Michael Parsons at 12. I think that's a realistic possibility. I do, too. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I love it. Like, from as, as a Penn State fan, I'd love for the Eagles to get Michael Parsons. And I'd love for him to be there. Like, imagine if he came there and became, like, the, like, like Jeremiah Trotter style. Just, like, in terms of, like, people love him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's there forever. Has a great, great career. I know he's not. He's a different style. Like, I understand that. But, like, just, you know, being a a big, like, time linebacker. Eagles have not drafted a linebacker in the first round in over 40 years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, now's the year to change that, huh? The Eagles have drafted more firemen in the first round than they have linebackers in our lifetime. Gosh. Just can't. Making me mad. So, what do you think the Bengals do? Do they go with the flash and try if if so, Well, I don't no. think Chase is going before five. So, do you think... Uh, Man. Oh! I saw the one thing... And it might have been, it might have been Ross Tucker talking about it. It might have been someone else, like, saying, like, watching the Bengals, like, online arguments right now, like, where people are basically, like, showing, and they're like, well, we can draft Jamar Chase, and they, basically the diagram is Joe Burrow still getting, like, crushed every play, running right. for his life. Or we could, like... And what they did there was they filled in, and it literally said, like, anybody on the offensive line. Or is it, or you have it filled out go, so go, that, go. nice, so that it's like anybody at wide receiver wide open because you have Sewell blocking for him. It's tough. I don't know what you do. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing that I think it makes it more difficult is because he played with Chase for a year. Oh, yeah, you're right. Right, because Chase was a, was he a freshman then? Because Chase only played one year. Oh, no, that was that was in twenty nineteen. Um, was that was that his freshman yeah, or sophomore? He, it was the national championship year. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, they played together for that year. I think it was just that year. Yeah, because that was the only year Burrow played. It was the only year that Chase played too. Right, right, because he sat <laughs> because out. Because he sat out this past year. But like, I mean, he's 
stayed in incredible condition and is ready to go and right. probably is the number one well, receiver. Well, and on that national championship team, he was the number one receiver. Like, he was the best receiver on that team. Right, and now they have Justin Jefferson, who was incredible this year, rookie of the year. Or, I guess not. Did Herbert get it? I think Herbert got it. So, could have easily been rookie of the year. And Terrace Marshall, who could go in the first round as well. So, that LSU team, no wonder they're set records and were one of the greatest offenses in college football history. But do you do you take Chase, who he's comfortable with, you would think, and hope that's great and fill in the line elsewhere? Or do you fill in the line? Oh, no, and, no, 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 I hit the wrong button. I don't know. It's interesting to see what happens. I personally want him to take Sewell or Pitts because I want Chase in Miami. Right. That's what I want. Um Sorry, I'm not. I'm just trying to not get fancy here. I'm running the clock down. Like, yep. beggars can't be choosers here. Nope. Like, no, I'm right there with you. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, if they took Sewell, that would be great for you because then you have your choice of whoever you want. Um, like, don't get me wrong. I'm hoping five quarterbacks go in the top ten. The more quarterbacks that go in the top that means earlier, more, the better. more guys are there for the Eagles. So yeah, I'm all about I'm all about five quarterbacks in the first six picks. First five picks, really. Heck, all five go in the first five. That's fine. You know, even that that means Carolina trades up with uh um the I don't know if the Bengals would trade down because they they're gonna have a choice of Chase or Sewell and I assume they would want one or Pitts. Right, they so, can use they can use any of them. So like I feel like it would be foolish for them to trade down. Like they have a need and like how far are they gonna trade? Like what what value would they get? The only thing I would think there is like if somebody. So let's see. So it's the Falcons at four, Bengals. At. Five. Five. Dolphins at six. Where is are the Panthers, are the Panthers at seven? Seven Ooh. or are they eight? I don't know. I, I can't think. You get the, the Panthers like. I felt like the Panther Panthers were eight for some reason. You know what button protects the ball? I don't oh, actually. I've never that. used that. Right, baby, run that clock. You think oh, we get yeah. any more trades before the draft starts, or you think that positioning is over with? I think that is over with for the most part. Um, I think we could get some on draft night. So I, I let me rephrase that. I think we may get some on draft night in the first round. I'd right. be surprised if we don't. Um, but I think we're done with the one, the major ones. I uh, I think we're gonna see at least another five trades in the first round. Um, once the draft gets here, um, I 
don't think we'll see any in the first. That actually worked out ideal if we could score here. Like, run more yeah. time. <laughs> if we score here. I think, we, I don't, obviously I don't believe we'll see any in the first six picks on draft night just because we've already seen those picks get traded. You know, three and six were already traded. I don't see those teams moving out again, um, barring some crazy offer. And like you said, I don't see the Falcons or Bengals trading out, especially the Bengals. So maybe the Falcons, but again, they're not going to trade to the Panthers. So what about the Broncos? Like, that's the only one I can think of. Are the Broncos nine? I think they're nine. Yeah. So if Denver wants to get one of the quarterbacks, if they're comfortable with um, who's ever left at four, whether it would be Fields or Jones, whatever. Part of me is like... Part of me doubts that they do that because, like, do you think... Do you think the fourth or fifth best quarterback in this draft is better than Drew Locke? Yeah, it's all about potential. Well, absolutely. And now this will be Locke's third year right. in 2021, right? Right. And you know I'm a Drew Locke guy, but they've got the weapons, and they've got them locked up because most of them are young right now. Right. They have like, Hamler and Judy. Right. But do you want to reset that clock with the rookie? I don't know. Ask John Elway. <laughs> well, and that's, that's the even bigger wild card there is because John Elway... Like, just line these quarterbacks. Who's the tallest? That's the one he wants. Oh, my gosh. That's worked so far. Oh, my gosh. I saw, like, a commercial of, like, the... Of, of like, the... Uh, the roast of Peyton Manning or whatever. And, Did that like, happen already? I don't know. I, I don't know. And it could be old for all I know. Like, I have no idea. But the lady up there was great. She's like, oh, my gosh. You were, like... Your commercials are so awesome, and she like talks about how great his commercials are, and she's like, "You are like the Tom Brady of making commercials." So. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen to. Her. They have a receiver that's wearing fifty six. I'll just let you know that right now. Yeah, that really bothers you, doesn't it? Oh. That should be essential grounding. That was fair enough. Pop those champagne bottles. Sure. Do you want me to kneel it or do you want me to go for it? Um, you can run a couple plays. Run a play or two. Then you can kneel. Oh, especially here. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize we were that close. Punch it in. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Our starting running back has a concussion. <laughs> That's like that hit I sent you online, like right before the thing, like where the guys are on the beach. <laughs> or the guy lands on his neck. <laughs> Bring her home. Bring her home. Start to climb back to respectability. Careful, you're gonna have to start calling timeouts. <laughs> Oh, I figured I would just run it here. Like, if I score, I can score. If not. It's wide open. Get through. You get the first? Yeah. I'm calling timeout. <laughs> well, you, the clock would have stopped. Cause I know, but I called it anyway because I was afraid it was going to, like, do the... 
Where it really starts up. Seven second runoff yeah, or yeah. whatever it does. No, it won't do that when you get a first. Okay. As soon as the as soon as you come out of the huddle though it starts, I think. <laughs> We're not running up the score or anything. I wonder what Coach Sands has to say about all this. He would not be happy about that. I would know it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't bring my phone down, so I can't even check. But all right, good stuff. Uh, LSU beat Auburn. LSU's four now. Did you want to kick, or do you want me to just do it? You can just finish it off. So, Coach Joey Raffoff, first victory, game four, 35-14 over Middle Tennessee State. One final play. Big monkey off our backs. We look good. 35 on offense, holding the 14. Areas need improvement, but I'll take the victory nonetheless. That was burning me all freaking game. <laughs> I can't run the read or the option, and I can't defend the read or the option. Everything else, though, I'm pretty it's good. It's like in so. basketball. Teams that, teams that run the press hate to get pressed, that kind of thing. All right. Well, I am glad we're all set. Like, yeah, that's good. Woo. Get our first win. Woo. That's good. I'm, I like it. I like it. So Now, I don't remember who we play next. I think we have – actually, you said we might have a couple buys in a row. I think so we might have a double buy. We're going to have to sit through a couple weeks here. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens and who we got next. But it'll be a Conference USA matchup. A much-needed win. You're right about that. Got that victory. Happy about that. Let's advance to, yeah, a bye week. Have to quick run through recruiting. Nothing major going on there. Um, I, there was a... Um, 75 overall running back that we, I got to come visit. All right, all right. So they're, they're coming in a couple weeks. Actually, it might be the next game we play. So that'd be, that'd be a good get because a 75, if you get a plus five each offseason, right. you know, by the time they're a senior, they're, they're close to or not right. in the 90s already. So um, he would be a good get. Of course, we probably won't be there to realize that. At least that's what we're hoping. That's the goal. Yeah, so we'll see. But. Um, it's been fun getting our feet wet here. Hopefully we can get more adjusted to the way our players play and we can rattle off a few wins. It'd be nice to become bowl eligible, you know, get to that point. But one and three, we don't... Yeah, we'll, we'll take it one week at a time right now. Ooh, our uh, assistant coaches, oh, he locked us out. <laughs> the line 71 linebacker locked us out. Um, our offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator get a boost, so... We got to pick what skills we want them to get. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna quick fly through recruiting here, so we can quick play another game. I don't think we can. We have the skill to unlock him, so I guess he's being removed. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Pierre. You just didn't want us. Sure, why not? Okay. Let's see. Offense coordinator, defense coordinator. Do you favor anything specific, or are you just kind of? Uh, what? So I haven't 
Like on the version I have, I don't have to do this. Oh, what did I do? I hit the wrong thing. Skill trees. Um. So, would you, for our defensive coordinator, want to upgrade uh, pass rush or stamina or getting off blocks? I'd probably favor getting off blocks. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And then for offense, we can do just two things. We can go up another tier in ball security or we can go up one that's um, healthier and fatigue less. Too healthy and fatigue less because we don't have that many good players. We need them on the field. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Do you see Jim Levitt's our defensive coordinator? Not I don't know. The OC is Drew Maringer. I'm not familiar with him. So, all right, we can advance the week here. But like, I think, yeah. So another buy, double buy. That's weird. It's Florida Atlantic, man. <laughs> it's hurricane season. Yeah, right. Yeah, we were we were hit uh, two weeks in a row. So. Unless a recruit commits and we get those points back, we shouldn't have to do recruiting again, so we can dive right into the game. But um, how about the Phillies? It's a good Dude, start. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I've worn a Philly shirt four days in a row. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, I'm so excited. And listen, I know it. they have 160 games to go. Like I know it's a long season, but it's so refreshing to see them get off to a decent start. Right, uh, it's been a few years. And since. Honestly, it's been a great start. First two games, they gotten good outings from Noah. Noah made one bad pitch. Um, yeah, and they crushed it. Oh yeah, down inside to a power left-handed hitter. Like everyone knows, you can't do that. Like that's naturally a power left. A power left-hander is going to jack that, and Pablo Sandoval absolutely did. Um, he he crushed it. Um, Oh, we moved up to level three. Hey, there we go. There we go. Oh, and we got another recruit ready to visit. So, all good things. All good things. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm super excited about the Phillies. Uh, Reese Hoskins has had some big hits. The bullpen played well. The defense played well. All right. Game management. We can double our road warrior. Or in recruiting, we can get a level locksmith or improve our scouting. Well, I feel like you, we like, need to do better with game management. Yeah, so because, I'd probably say road warrior. Yeah, I agree. Also, like, again, with recruiting, like long haul, we right. can improve that, but like, we just need to be good enough to get out of Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I can say that because I know the boosters aren't listening. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is, this is an interior talk. This is between our families. Right. Um, all right, and recruiting. Oh, we we have a guy that wants to visit, so let's throw up uh, his visit because I think he was for us as a decent prospect. I think he's a three star somewhere, ready for a visit. Oh no, there's a. Why aren't ready? Ready for visit. There we go. But the starting pitching for the Phillies have been has been lights out. You know, you said yeah. Um, you said Nola had the one mistake, but um, it was incredible. And then we, but Wheeler but, was great but, today. Then, then the bullpen went three and a third yesterday without giving up a run. Right, and this is still the Braves, who were supposed to be one of the best teams right. in the NL East. Right. Them, them, and the Mets. I guess. Um, yeah, I think it was just between them and them and the Mets mostly. Um, not really sure what to expect from the Nationals now, a year removed from their World Series title, but. 
Uh, Phillies were mostly picked to finish fourth out of five, only right. in front of Miami. And, and not necessarily bad, just... It's a tough division. Right, right. But, yeah, my dad actually said, he's like, you guys didn't do a baseball preview. I was like, we've just been waiting so long to do this college football playthrough. We right. just didn't end up having time. We had to push it for two weeks. Right. So we didn't get to do it exactly how we wanted. But there were only two games into the, the season from a Phillies perspective, 160 games ago. This shouldn't affect what we were thinking. What right. was your prediction entering the year where you thought they'd finish in the division, do they make the playoffs, and what's their so record? We put them at second in the division, but they get a wild card spot. Like, okay. I could see it third in the division with a possible... I think they're going to be challenging for that wild card, for one of those wild card spots. Because I think in a normal 162-game season, you're looking at probably 86 to 88 wins. Yeah, and I feel like they could get 87 wins this year. That's, that's what I want to put them at. 87. Uh, I'm a little bit less convinced. Well, so here's the thing. Eight, they were talking yesterday. 89 wins might win the NL East because it's going to be so competitive. Like, And teams are just going to beat each other so much. You're going to see a lot. They play each other 19 times or whatever. Maybe more this year. I don't know if they adjusted the schedule. Um, but let's say you play 19 times. Like, You might see a lot of like, you know, 11 and 8. You know, like you're not going to see right. a ton of like 15 of 4s. Like, they're going to beat each other up a lot. So, yeah, so you said, what, 87? I'm going to go 87. 87 and what, 75? Yeah, second so place, wild cards. I was going to go 85 and 77 in third place in contention for wild card. I'm not ready to commit to wild card, especially in third place in the division. Right, Just with that means the, you'd have to be, like, you'd be, like, three playoff teams come from the same division. Right, which is in- incredibly tough to do. So I mean, like I, if third place is at eighty five. It could it could happen. I look back now, two years ago, to the last full season we had. The Phillies finished eighty and eighty two, but up until August, they were playing really well. Yeah, and they faded in August and had an awful September. Yes. So if they can get that going, and they've got some improvement in some places, uh, much better than the bullpen last year, at least so far, and and hopefully the improvements uh, come out from paper to the field. But I, I just. Uh, I think the Phillies are better than a 500 team, and I think they will surprise um, one of the teams that are expected to finish in front of them. Um, I'm going to say probably the Nationals, because I still think the Mets and Braves are probably better. But, I mean, if if the Phillies can upend one of them, I'd be really happy, really happy about that. So, hey, I'll take a two-game winning streak to start. Um, I'm all about that. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going heads again? Yes. I like Marshall's The Herd uniform. It's cool. Have you been following that CFB revamped on Instagram that I told you no, about? No, they, they just they showcase all the, the uh, uniforms that they're updating. They okay. just did the Big Ten, I think, last weekend. They released version 10 of their game. Um, so all the Big Ten games are, or teams are in there, and Penn State's um, Generations of Greatness oh, yeah. is in there, but they uh, just unveiled... Uh, Oh, who was it? It was. Oh, I think it was UCLA. They were talking about UCLA's uniform and how in the game they're Under Armour, but I guess this year they're now Jumpman. Okay. So they're like, we'll update it as soon as they unveil it, but right. they haven't unveiled it yet. Uh, but it's just cool to see them go through and see what they could do. Like, computer wizardry, man. Yeah. Here we go. It's going to be big. Conference USA game here. Marshall's 2-0 and in Conference USA. Don't catch oh. the ball! <coughs> oh, catch the ball. 
Yeah, I am. Um, uh, this is uh, out of the NL East, but good to see it took all of two games for there to be a Benjamin Bloom brawl in the NL Central. Right. Uh, all for it. What? I don't even. What happened? Okay, so guy got hit by pitch. Yeah. So Reds guy got hit. Picks up the ball and like mouths back to like the to the pitcher. All right. Okay. Whatever. He eventually gets around the third. There's a wild pitch. It was very wild. But wild pitch. And he slides in and the cat and the pitcher's covering home and they like get like tangled up, whatever. But he's safe, he scores. But the pitcher is like trying to be like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, because he was just trying to make a play. It wasn't like yeah. a dirty play or anything. And the guy who scored, who had had been the guy who got hit, stands up and flexes like in his face. <laughs> well the guy gets up kind of like to like shove him or whatever. But, like, Molina, the catcher, like, comes over and, like, the bench is clear. Well, they finally, like, people are going, like, back out to the, like, bullpens and everything. You know, like, it's over. No. And, like, one of, the bullpen, one of the bullpen pitchers or the, like, there's a brush up between, like, the shortstop and a bullpen pitcher or something like that from the other team. So, like, it all started over again. It's like, oh man, game two, game two of 162. And this is How about the Orioles beating the Red Sox twice to start? That, that's that's good. They, I mean, I know the Orioles are supposed to be really bad, but they don't expect much from Boston either. No, no, Boston is kind of restarting. So I guess um, the big talk is whether the Padres can hang with the Dodgers out west. I yeah, guess? that'll be interesting. I mean, the Padres spent a ton. They have so much. But so did the Dodgers. The Dodgers are big, too. Nice tackle. Alright, now you just gotta be able to get off the field on third down. That's the key, isn't it? Yep. I feel like that's not just in... I feel like that is a helpful in, you know, real football, too. It's almost like I'm always trying for my team to do that in, in real life. Oh, shoot. Yes! Yes! Nice play. Nice play. See, it's all that uh, getting off blocks. Eh? I was like, I, they set up the screen, they set up the screen, uh, and my guy fell down. I couldn't run over there. So good stuff. Yeah, good start. Good start. Good job. Fourth and 23. I'll take it. We'll take that. We'll I mean, take that the, is the Philly? I mean, Philly's lineup isn't even all that different from two years ago, honestly. Now, no. well, you know what the the biggest thing wasn't it two years ago? Yeah, it was two years ago when McCutcheon blew out his knee. Yeah, they, they were like, doing well, and they were like, on that road trip. May or June, when, yep. when was that? And that really took the wind out of their sails after a good start. And uh, but I mean, he's back at the top of the order. Then you have um, Hoskins and Harper. Who were there, uh, right? Two years ago. Same thing with Romuto. Um, I guess it wasn't DD. It wasn't Gregorius two years ago. It was no. um. Who was that? Who was that second? Kingery probably. Well, Kingery. Well, that was the year like they kind of kept. You're right. Putting You're right. him like all over the field, though. I feel like who am I? Who am I forgetting about? Oh, um. Oh. Cesar Hernandez. Hernandez. Um, so you're replacing Didi with Cesar, essentially. Um, and Bohm is a big, you know, oh, what yeah. if at third. 
Should have um, been rookie of the year last year. He should have been rookie of the year last year, year but um, he should have another great year. And if his defense gets even a little oh bit better, gosh. like his def- he made that heck of a snag um, in Thursday's game to keep it a tie game. Um, and, and you have Nola, and I guess. Uh, was Wheeler new last year, or is he there in 2019? Now I'm like See, because I don't last, remember. Year, was so, last year was so weird. last year was so weird. I can't even remember. And they anymore. were terrible from the start. Yeah, and then didn't play a bunch because the teams that are playing like right. Well, no, didn't we replace Wheeler with Arietta? Because wasn't Arietta there in, t- in 2019? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was like the end of his thir- third. Uh... No, Arietta was still on the team last year because he opted in, but he didn't really ever do anything. Okay, uh, it gets confusing with the way last year. Nice, oh, nice catch. Grab. Good catch, Orville. Um, I just think what if they could maintain the level of play that they had in April and May in 2019, and even that they held through the summer, even though it wasn't as spectacular as the start was, if you just can maintain through August and September, instead of going 80 and 82, you might win 86, 87, 88, and that gets you in the playoffs. Yes. Think, I mean, they well, were only eight games away in 2019, right. I feel like there's right. a good chance and, they can change that this year. And what do we say every time? Like, winning your division Dude, games are huge. Yeah. So, like, every time they beat the Braves is huge because... Get that like, sweep tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Like, and, then, and then you get the Mets right away. Right. And they haven't even played a game yet. Right. Which I'm like, oh, great. So now we have to face the Grom on Monday instead of... Yeah, but like sometimes a, that the, the rust is still there. It's the first game. And the Phillies have gone through three. Hopefully right. they won all three. Right. That'd be great. That would be incredible, absolutely. So I don't know. I'm like cautiously optimistic, but I feel like we've been this way every year since like 2011. No, I mean, absolutely. really, the the we said this on our anniversary show. The last time the Phillies were in the playoffs was the first year we did this show. That's like the first baseball man. season. That's depressing. During the show's run, is the last time the Phillies made the playoffs. And we're this. We're now in year eleven. You know, we've finished ten years of the show in February. We, so I mean, that's sobering and humbling and disappointing in so many, so many ways. But I'm assuming I should punt here. Where are we? Where are you sitting? The thirty-nine, but it's fourth and eight. Do you want me to go? You can go. Okay. Just make sure you get eight yards. Well, here we go. <laughs> But I mean, I do, I mean, I think it's the Dodgers and everyone else. Dodgers and maybe the Yankees. So here we go. Know. Um, that was not at all what that was supposed to be. Um, when the Phillies took the lead yesterday, I was listening to a lot. Or on Thursday, I was listening to a lot of the game. The Phillies led. In more games last year, in the shortened game, in the shortened season, they led in more games than every other team except the Dodgers, and didn't even make the playoffs because their bullpen was that bad. That, that bad. They're that bad. Yeah. Just think about that. Man, the the radio was full of some gems. The last the last two games, I've I've heard I heard just a bit of today's game on the radio instead. They were talk. They were telling a story today. This is fascinating. That a few years ago. Oh my God. Brian, oh man. That Brian McCann, um, in a three-game series, like in, during the time of a three-game series in Philadelphia, ate 16 cheesesteaks. Oh, my God. Over the course of three days. 
somebody's like, how, like, how do you do that? Like, they're like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to move. They're like, well, Brian McCann was never known for his speed, but, <laughs> but like, still, like, the, uh, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, you know, like, in August, like, where it's, like, 98 degrees, and you're just behind him. <laughs> That's, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are these guys that come out of nowhere? Ran off the from the bench. Oh man. But yeah, I uh we'll see. Um Oh my god. Are you kidding I heard, me? Like before one of the games this week that the Astros or the A's were playing like um carry if the Carrie Underwood song, like, Before He Cheats was the song they were playing as they announced their lineup. I'm like, I'm, I'm here for all of it. I, I am... The the signs, you know, all the stuff, like, I am here for all of it. Bregman um, Bregg got hit the other night and the crowd went nuts, like... Go, go, go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm certainly glad the Phillies are back with the way the Flyers have been playing. And oh, We've my talked gosh, about the dude. last two weeks. Yes, yeah, sell, man. Sell, Just, sell, sell. Man, you proposed that question two weeks ago. Like, what do you do? And we were like, ah, I don't know. Like, how much longer will we have Giroux and, like, all this stuff? And last year, like, oh, it hasn't been looking good. And now it's like, oh, jeez. You just – you given games to a team that had lost 18 in a row and you had to come to for them to for it to be 18 in a row you had to come back from three nothing in the third period to extend it to 18 and then you lose to them two days later it's just it's just not good it's just not good i don't know what the answer is it just guys maybe getting too old too quick defense breaking down goalies not not playing to their potential this year it's everything it's it's everything. Yeah, it's been a disappointment, that's for sure. Especially with the way most of the end of last year was so good. Oh, come on, man. You know, I mean, obviously we know that the uh, the Islanders series didn't end the way we wanted to, but the end of the regular season and then the bubble play, for the most part, was stellar. So it's been a disappointing season for sure. Uh-oh. And we, um, you know... Cautiously optimistic about the Sixers right now. 48. I feel like we've got to punt this one. Yeah. Um, they have their moments. They have their issues. Yeah, Embiid's back but tonight. I was going to say, Embiid is back uh, as long as he can stay healthy, which is a huge if. Um, I don't know. They look pretty good to me. So. Oh. oh, so close. I don't know. What's your take on the NBA and how much of a chance the Sixers have? So I, I kind of think the Sixers, if they can be healthy in the like to get to the playoffs, um, I feel like they're as good as anybody in the East. I know that's like blasphemy because of the all the potential that the Nets have. Like, but the Nets, I'll believe it when I see it that James Harden is actually going to guard somebody. Um, and I mean, I don't know how the Sixers guard them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how the Sixers guard them, but I don't know how they guard the Sixers either. Um, 
So it would be a very interesting matchup. I'd love for the Sixers, this sounds crazy, but I'd love for the Sixers to get the one seed and then have um, the Nets and Bucks have to play each other as the 2-3. Um, you know, that before, would be great. before they would get to the yeah. Sixers. Knock one of them out. Right. That would be huge. I don't know that that's going to happen. Honestly, or, well, I guess it would be the opposite. Or the Sixers and Bucks end up 2-3 and, you know, um, to leave the Nets to the end. But that, that would be very different, obviously, because then you still have to beat both teams. Whereas if you get in that one spot and they play the 2-3, then you only have to beat one of them. Yeah. The key is going to be their health, though. Um, What's going to happen out west? Are the um, Lakers any good without LeBron? No, no, no. If they don't have LeBron and... Let me put it this way. If they don't have a healthy LeBron, I don't know that... Well, they don't have a healthy LeBron. They find themselves in that 7-10 to 10 play-in spot. And they... Because there's that 7-10 to 10 seed like play-in like game thing this year. They're going to find themselves in that if LeBron's not good. If LeBron's good, then they'll be in the top half of the seed. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. They'll be in the top half of the seeds, but I don't know that they win the West. What if, the heck just happened? If LeBron and AD are both like healthy enough, they win the West. Um... That's that's my opinion. Like I just don't know who who I would take over them. Like who are you taking over LeBron and AD in a seven game series if right. they're both eighty percent of themselves? Right. Uh, the issue, and I, I really, obviously, I'm not rooting for this. I, I would hate to see this happen. But I somewhat the time out. Um, well, it's not a touchdown, but but like where um, it's just one of those things where I don't know. One second. I worry because, like, especially with AD, like the idea of um, like when you. Uh, like have that Achilles issue and he's had injuries like for a long time like that's nothing new for him so yeah I just you don't want to see like a Kevin Durant thing where they come back and then he tears it completely right alright so you're saying there's a chance (laughs) depends how a lot of things go but it would be nice it would be nice I mean Obviously, I'm much more into the flock. Go! 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 Come on, Vernon. Hit it. Hit it. Yes! Oh, you just set a record. Longest kick return, 93 yards. I find that hard to believe, but I'll take it. 96 wide receiver. Was that Peerless Price? Probably. There we go. That's the way to start the second half. All right. Huge, 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 huge. Really start the second half. Not helping our offensive statistics, however. That's okay. It doesn't matter. Helping the, that score. Nice kick. Nice kick. 
This dual threat quarterback's giving me a run for my money, though. That, that, that uh, read option is a kill. Every time I think of Marshall, Marshall like, well, Byron Leftwich. Yes, and I'm carrying him down the field. Like, you remember that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. Was that a Thursday night game? I, feel I think like it was. Thursday night game. Dude, because those, those Thursday night games when we were in college, oh my gosh. Byron Leftwich, Randy Moss before that. Yeah. So have you ever, this was, I don't want to say it was before 30 for 30 was a thing, because I don't believe it. Oh my gosh. Did you ever watch the Ram U? Come on. Like the ESPN thing? No, I haven't. It's a good one. It's, it's, a, it's like the Randy Moss story. It's just, it's really interesting. It's really interesting. Frustrating. I drilled their quarterback too. The quarterback's 11 of 12 for 170 yards. I think we need some DBs. Well, that sucked. And the double bye did not do much for our. Uh, he is looking to run another one back. Doesn't quite have the speed to get the edge unless no. you like just take a horrible uh, pursuit angle, which which they've done. Yeah, thanks. If it's a contested ball, we're not catching it. No, you're right, we're not. Oi. They're upfield. Oh, gosh. Unlike the two-yard completion. <laughs> the early years of the Tom Brady Patriots. Okay, let's see. He's by far our best player. <laughs> I mean, I know he might not actually be our best player, but. The tight end? Yeah. No, I'm pretty uh, no. sure he is. Are you talk you're talking about Orville? Orville. Oh, gosh. And he caught it on the run. Time for a turnover. Maybe have I gotten any? Have we as a team had any interceptions or fumble recoveries yet? I intercepted them in the in the end zone last week, and we were all sides. <laughs> That's right. That, that play right there just reminded me of that play we had this year with our, our middle schoolers where, like, the kid just read it. Like, it's, like, two steps and you just stop. And the guy read it and he caught it on the run. And it's just like, all right, see you, buddy. Yep. 
That was our first game, wasn't it? Sure felt like it. I don't. I don't. Was remember. that against Burke's Catholic? It was. Ay, ay, ay. Well, at least we're not going winless. We need a bit of a miracle here. Like, just find open receivers everywhere. Oh, I, I thought he was gonna. Him. I, I thought, thought he was gonna run. Yep. Keep running. Yep. So did I. So did I. I thought that was bad news. That's all right. If you can hold him to a field goal here, then we win twenty-one twenty. I like. I like your thinking. You're pretty amazing. Here we go. Here we go. Here's our pick six right here. That's good. That'd be awesome. Do we have anybody on our defense fast enough to run right. yards with the ball? Their lineman will probably catch us. <laughs> no! Are you kidding me? 14 of 16 for 188 yards. <laughs> I apologize now because we are in desperation mode, so we're gonna we're gonna start really chucking it. Because why not, right? That that's the one thing that really burns me when I'm on offense. If I can, if my running game going, it sounds so football cliche. If I can get the running game going and just milk the clock, I'm not that bad on offense. But I cannot throw the ball downfield. Like I have no vertical game whatsoever. I know, Brad. I know. Oh, nice. Oh! <laughs> Tried the double spin move. Yeah, Bobby. All right, Bobby. Is... Waddle to the Eagles at 12, your ideal scenario. Oh, my gosh. That's like my dream scenario now. Okay. Oh. That was another one where it's like you've got a big dude there and you underthrow it. Um, yes. Like, that's that's my dream scenario. Um, because there's no way that, like, Chase or Pitts is going to be there at 12. You know, like, there's a chance that Waddle gets there. I don't think it happens, but I think there's a chance. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Devontae Smith absolutely deserved the Heisman this year, in my opinion. However, the first third of the season, he was not the... No, Waddle was. Waddle was their, their go-to guy. Um... I feel like it's a bit of a Jefferson Chase situation. Right. Like, they've got two guys who are Heisman-worthy, like, wide receivers. Like, that's just kind of the way it is. Um, yeah, I think the, the Mac Jones thing is interesting. Trey Lance is interesting. Um, 
you know, just really not knowing what, what, what he's gonna, where he's gonna end up. It would be interesting. I, I don't think this is happening, but it would be interesting if Trey Lance was the guy that the Niners had their eye on because they're keeping Jimmy G and they know, like, oh, you know, we've got we've got a project, you know, but I don't know why you trade up to three for that. Well, yeah, Jimmy G, they want a first for Jimmy G right now, and no one's giving them a first for Jimmy G. Not happening, so... If they're content keeping him, and it was interesting, and I know you saw this, the reaction that to Mac Jones's overthrow um, in his pro day, which was basically looked very similar to the overthrow that Jimmy G had in the Super Bowl that would have iced it. Um, I, I didn't see that. I saw no, he overthrew. It was like the exact play. The only, Maybe not the exact play, but it looked like that. I saw highlights of um, Lawrence's um, back in February. I watched that when I was in the hospital. And I watched the Florida Pro Day the other day. Oh, yeah. Uh, it just was on NFL Network or something yeah. like that. So I watched Trask throwing to um, Tony and Pitts. Um, there was another guy, another receiver. I think his name was Grimes that I was not impressed with at all. And honestly, I don't, I don't know if I'm there on the hype of, around Pitts as a top five pick. I just, I find his kind of like hybrid, like tight end wide receiver thing a little bit off putting. Just because right. I don't know if that's going to translate as well. I know they say, well, a linebacker can't can't cover him because he's too fast, right? And a DB can't cover him because he's too strong. I was like, that's the tight end position. It, that's not revolutionary. That's no nothing way. Real. No way. He. <sighs> that's frustrating because, like that, like sometimes I throw it when I shouldn't. That time he had him. He had him. The the uh, the uh, computer closing speed will never make me not laugh. It's just. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, Pitts is really interesting because, like, in the right system, I think he is a matchup nightmare. Right, I think it takes an offensive like, guru. Honestly, like, you put him on the Eagles and you go double tight end set with Goddard and him as the other guy, and, like, you <coughs> then you put him in, like, the slot, you know, like, yeah, I think you could get a lot of really good, favorable matchups in that instance. But, like, if you just have him out there as a big wide receiver, I don't know what that's going to be you know like and i could be completely wrong it's fine but like it like well like any other pick like if he ends up at the right spot it's gonna look like a genius pick if he ends up in a bad fit it's gonna be look like a terrible oh there it was again especially if he goes ahead of the other wide receivers and they turn out to be right like if the falcons take him at four right and then yeah chase waddle and Devontae smith are all around Yeah, that's going to be tough to swallow. Right, like if they take him at four and they continue to struggle and the Dolphins get Chase at six and... And he puts up Justin Jefferson numbers. Right, it's like a Pro Bowl, you know, caliber season. Which, God, I hope so. I know, that would be a good problem, (laughs) right? Um, Then it's just like one of those things where, oh my gosh, I can't believe we did that. Wouldn't it be crazy if... uh, 
if that's what the the Niners do, they go because they wanted Waddle or somebody at three. You know, like yeah. they just sell everybody that's the wide receiver or the the quarterback. Just don't have the talent, man. No, and I'm not sure I'm speaking about the players or us. It's it's probably a little bit of both. <laughs> but frustrating, disappointing. But we got the first win. We so got the win. One and four. We don't have much room for error if we want to make a bowl, though. That's correct. That's so correct. we'll have to. I'm going to quick look here at uh, oh, Georgia lost to unranked Missouri. Good. So, I wonder what our schedule is like. But, you know, and Marshall was 4-2 was, uh, and two entering that game, so it's not like, uh, right. not like exactly we were going up against someone that wasn't, wasn't rolling. So, well, Sorry, Tremaine Alvarez and Chase Davis. I guess we just weren't for you, huh? So, well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Joe Mason J-Rush Show. Episode 330 here um, as we play through our NCAA Dynasty. And, um, yeah, Justin and I are still working through this, playing with uh, teams that uh, don't have as much talent as we're used to. Um, so we have, we're at North Texas, at, oh God, at Auburn, <laughs> at UTSA. We have four road games in a row after two bye weeks. Um, then we got Louisiana Tech, Southern Miss, Old Dominion, FIU. So, I mean, other than Auburn, no super big names left on the schedule that right. you couldn't think we could beat. Right. North Texas is 3-1. and one. That's not good. And Old Dominion and FIU are 3-1. and one. But all the other teams are under 500, including Auburn, but right. I'm guessing Auburn lost to uh, some good SEC teams. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. We to win some. Yeah, I mean it's it's still on the table. We have got what seven games to go. We need to win probably five, at least five of them. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. we'll see what happens. We will be back uh, next Sunday, so a week from tomorrow. And we're recording on a Saturday this week uh, because of Easter tomorrow. So uh, for those of you celebrating, we hope you have a great Easter Sunday. Enjoy the day with uh, your friends and family. Hope everyone's staying safe. Just anything to say before we go? Uh, no, just have, have a good rest of the weekend. All right, then that is it for us. We hope everyone enjoyed watching us win our first game, but of course also then losing our fourth overall to Marshall. Disappointing, but it is what it is. Nothing we can do about it, but we appreciate you tuning in and we thank our sponsors, uh, Mays Sandwich Shop and Small Player Big Play. For Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for watching. We're listening to the Joe Mays and JRF Show. We'll be back in one week or one week in a day with episode 331. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and JRF Show. Brought to you by May's Sandwich Shop. Woohoo! 
You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at Raff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs>